This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, the Pasuk says, not in Parshas Bahar, in Parshas uh, Mishpatim, V'ashviyas tishmetenu natashta, v'achlo evyone amecha. During the seventh year, tishmetenu unatashta, tishmetenu. We know the word tishmetenu. What does the word tishmetenu mean? Lost in Shemitah. What does Tishmetana mean? And what does Natashta mean? It means this same, basically the same thing. Abandon. abandon. During Shvius, you have to abandon the land. You have to leave the land. Not, it doesn't just mean not work the land. You have to You have to make the land. Shama, you have to leave the land, abandon the land. And now, what do you mean abandon the land? It means it's not yours. And anybody can come. It's interesting. The Pasuk says, those who are poor of your nation come and eat from your land. During Shemitah, a person has a beautiful um, apple orchard or he has a beautiful farm with beautiful trees and fruit and vegetables and, 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 and produce. It's not his. During Shemitah, it's not yours. And the same thing for Karmachal, the Zeisecha, Tochachayasasode. Well, basically, you have to abandon land. It's Hefker. Everybody can come in and, uh, and eat it. Okay, there is a halacha that during the seventh year, you have to abandon your land. If one would not abandon his land and he keeps the gates closed and would not let anybody in to enjoy the produce and the fruits, the vegetables of his farm, of his place, of his orchards during the seventh year, he'd be in violation of and what would be the halacha? That fruit, that produce would be called, would fall under the category called shamur. What does shamur mean? It's the opposite of Shamot. Shamot means make it hefker. Shamot means I didn't make it hefker. So let's say I go into a store and there's a big sign on it and it says, come eat, during seventh year it says, come eat peros shmurim. What's peros shmurim? Peros that had not been made hefker. You'd never see that sign. I'm, I'm, it's sort of like a little bit of a joke. A, but, it's, but that's actually, actually you would see the sign. You know, you know when you'd see the sign? You know when you'd see that sign? You go into a store in Eretz Yisrael, right? And you see a big sign that says, Peros Shmurim, which means Peros that has not been made Hefker. Now, we just said you have to make it Hefker. So what's the halacha of Peros that have not been made Hefker? So that's a machlokas, whether I didn't do the Avera, someone else did the Avera. Can I eat of Peros Shmurim? Does, does Peros during Shemitah that was not made Hefker become like treif on some level? Is it, are you not allowed to eat it? Is it also ba'achil? It's the machlokas Rashi and the Rabbeinu Tam. The Gemara in Sukkah, middle of nowhere, we have a Gemara about uh, buying a uh, lulav shal shviyas, an esrog shal shviyas, and Sukkah daf lamentas. So, when would you ever see that? You know, no one's going out there saying, my peros are, are we're, not, we're not made hefker. Actually, it happens all the time. You know why it happens all the time? Because those who hold of the het mechira are basically saying that. For, the, for those who do not hold of the het mechira. In other words, if you don't hold of the het mechira, and then you go into a store and it says, these fruits were from the Hetem Achira, but you're basically, I don't hold them the Hetem Achira. So from my perspective, those fruits were not made Hefker. When you have the Hetem Achira, so 
you can work the land, you can watch the land, you don't have to be mafka the land, you know why? Because the fruits do not have the Kedush of Perashviyas, it's like Chutzlaretz. So if it's like Chutzlaretz, so there's no reason to do any of the halachas of Shemitah. I don't hold them to Hetta Mechira. I walk into a store, it says Hetta Mechira, I say, that's Shomor. That, that's Shomor. That's, from, it's not Shomor. They didn't do anything wrong. It's interesting. They didn't do anything wrong. But according to me, I would, I would never do that because I don't hold the head of Mechira. So from my perspective, they're Shmurim. From their perspective, they're not Shmurim. So you'll never see the sun pay Shmurim, but you will see the sun head of Mechira. And if you see the sun head of Mechira and you don't hold the head of Mechira, then there's all the question, can I eat from the fruits of the head of Mechira? I don't hold the head of Mechira. Can I eat from those fruits? Well, first of all, can you eat Pero Shmurim? It was done on purpose. And it's better than Pero Shmurim. Why? Because Pero Shmurim means there was no Hetem Mechira, it's owned by a Jew, and he, he locked off his lands. He did something wrong. Here, I don't hold the Hetem Mechira, but he does. So, for him, it's not Perosh Morim. So he didn't do anything wrong. So Noah Vera was, we'd all agree Noah Vera was done. We wouldn't all agree that. Because if you really hope that there's no Hetem Mechira, then you say you're doing something wrong. But you have on whom to rely. You have on whom to rely. Right? You have on whom to rely. You can rely on them, right? I think so. No? So can you read from that? So we'll have to get back to that. But I just, what I just want to discuss is this halach of hefker. How does this work? So you should know, how, what do you mean how does it work? How does the halacha that the field, the fruits of Shemitah have to be made hefker? Just the fruits though, not the land. That, not the land. Not the land. The fruits. The fruits. A matter of fact, it matter, right, it means, it means, right, not the land. Not the land. Not the land. Matter of fact, one of the suggestions in the early 19th in the early 1900s, was maybe instead of selling the land to a non-Jew, just be mafka the land. If you mafka the land, so then maybe there there also should not be an issue of shemitah. But it's not just the fruits. The land is not is not owned by a Jew, but it's not owned by a guy. But it's also not owned by a Jew. So what happens in that middle state? Is the halacha that land that's owned by a non-Jew removes the kedusha, or is it just land that's owned by a Jew has kedusha? Well, let's say it's not owned. By the Jew, but it's also not owned by the non-Jew. So this, the Polsk and the Zechariah, and others, uh, so, thought that this was not correct. It has to be owned by the non-Jew to remove the Kedusha. And that's only if you hold that being owned by a non-Jew removes Kedusha, which is totally on the whole subject of Yesh King that we just mentioned a few weeks ago. And how would you prevent somebody from taking, taking ownership? Meaning, how, about, how do you stop it? Uh, right, that's, a, that's, a, that's another problem. That's another, that's another issue. That's also true. That wouldn't help so much. In the early 1900s, you didn't have to worry about that so much, I don't think. If the, if the, if the, if the non-Jews were gonna take the land, they'd take it anyway. And if they weren't gonna take it, so it didn't matter if it was Hefkar or not, but. Let's understand, this is a major machla. What? Is it comparable to Mujer Atomics? Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, very comparable. The, 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 this is a major discussion. This, how Hefkar works during Shemitah. It's a major discussion, which is known as the machla, because between the Mabit and the Shulchan Aruch. The Mabit and the Beis Yosef. Both contemporaries. Living in Svas in the 1500s, right? Mid-1500s, the Mabit and Rabbi Yosef Kara have a machlokus about the nature of Hefker during, nature of Hefker of Shvias. Let's see this machlokus inside, it's very important, and it's another very important prat in the big sugya of the Hetem Achira. <clears throat> the, the Rabbi Yosef Kara, the Shochan Aruch, the Kesef Mishnah, all the same person, the Beis Yosef wrote a sefer in addition to those svarim called the Avkas Rochel. It's a Shut sefer, Shavos and Shuvas responsa. Simen Chav Beis, Simen Chav Gimel. It's funny. I, I remember when I first read this, I knew the Beis Yosef's position, but I had never read it inside. So 
I'm reading this, and it sounds like the exact opposite of the Beis Yosef's position of what I had heard. So this is funny. He sounds like he's taking. I thought maybe he's just taking, you know, the other side, and then he's gonna, you know, he's gonna show why it's wrong. He's just quoting the Mabit in Simichav Beis Simichav Gimel. In Simichav Dal is when he says his own position. So Simichav Beis Chav Gimel. You see, I wrote on top. It's from the Mabit. Who is the Mabit? Rabbi Yosef Trani. Rabbi Yosef Ben Moshe Ben Yosef Mabit. Mem Beis Yud Moshe Ben Yosef Trani is Tess. Right? So Trani is a, uh, in the Ashkenazic world, we don't have the name Trani too much. But in the Sephardi world, I think it's a pretty popular. The, the Tosvos, the, we have the name in the Ashkenazic world? Oh, it could be. In Italy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. That's funny because Matrani might come from me, Trani. Trani is the name of a city in Italy. So Mitrani. Mitrani became Matrani. Oh, that's probably, that's probably correct. The Mabit is from that famous rabbinic family, the Trani family. The 1500s. The Tosfus Rid is Rabbi Yeshaya Ditrani. The Rishon Rabbi Yeshaya Ditrani. That's the Tosfus Rid. So from that line, from that, if you think that that family, the Trani family, so the, Ma, the Mabit had a son, the Maharit. Right? So the Ma'abit was Moshe ben Yosef. The Ma'arit is of Yosef Trani. was named after the grandfather. It's all from the Trani family. So he lives in, um, in, in, in Sfas at the time. And I'll just tell it to you a little bit outside first, because it's always easier, then we'll talk about it inside. The Shaila is as follows. Shaila is as follows. Let's assume for a minute, let's assume for a minute that you hold Ein Kenyan, which is the way most posts can hold, even today in Eretz Yisrael. Ein Kenyan. Ein Kenyan means you sell land to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. Ein Kenyan. So it's his, and he owns it, he can, he can build things on it, but, but it doesn't affect Trumas and Maestros. Because in Kenya, the, the Choshen Mishpah does not affect the Yoradeh. The Choshen Mishpah doesn't affect the Yisrael. The fruits that grow there are still Chayv and Shumas and Maestros. So I'd like to know, so uh, do they have Kedushas Perosh also? One more time. You sell land to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. In Kenya, in Kenya means everything, it's true it's yours, but it doesn't affect the halacha of the fruits. So you Chayv and Shumas and Maestros? Yes. Yeah, you buy you buy fruit from from the you buy fruits and vegetables. You buy uh, tua from the non-Jew. You chayv and shumas and maestros. Yesh kinyan and hold. You're not chayv and shumas and maestros. Anything you hold, you chayv and shumas and maestros. Okay, so would you be? Would there be? Now it's shemitah. The land is owned by the non-Jew. Does the fruit have kedusha? What would you say? Yeah, it's, it's perashvias. The fruit would have kedusha. Basically, Yosef says the fruit does not have kedusha. Fruit does not have kedusha. Why would the fruit not have kedusha? Because the way that the fruit has kedusha is by first being mafkir the fruit. Fruit for it to have kedusha's perashvias has to be in a state of hafkir. Is it in a state of hafkir? No. Why? Why? And the guy was not mafkir. Wasn't mafkir? Then was mafkir the fruit? So it turns out, even if you hold Ein Kenyan, the fruit is not Hefker because the, the non-Jew was not Mafker, the fruit. Therefore, this is the follow-up. What's going to happen is as follows. The halacha is that if something has Kedusha, if something is called Peroshviyas, it is Pater from Trumas and Maestros. Peroshviyas are Pater from Trumas and Maestros. Why? That's a good question. The Beis Yosef holds Peroshvias are potter from Shumas and Maestros because if something is Hefger, it's potter from Shumas and Maestros. Separate halacha. But however we know that, 
Only that vua that the levi, that the coin levi has no shaykhus to, is chayv and trumas and maestras. But let's say the levi has a shaykhus to, how does the levi have a shaykhus to? It's hefker, he can take it just like you can take it. That's not chayv and trumas and maestras. So therefore, tvua that's owned by a, tvua that's hefker is part of from trumas and maestras. So Beis Yosef says, pero shviz that you buy from a non-Jew during Shemitah, during Shemitah, he never made it hefker. So it's not pero shviz. If it's not pero shviz, Therefore, when you buy it, you are five and trumas and Isn't that interesting? It turns out that according to the base Yosef, perosh shviyas, should say, fruit of a guy during Shemitah is not perosh Shemitah, but, but you, when you buy it, you are five and trumas and maestras. That's the base Yosef. The Mabit says just the opposite. <clears throat> Land that's owned by a non-Jew, ain't Kenyan, the fruit is perosh shviyas. Why is it, and therefore, since it's Perosh the tour that you buy is not Chayv and Shemus Maizus. We usually think of the Mabit as being the Machmir. He's actually the Machmir and the Mekel. If you hold that the tour that you're buying from the non-Jew is Perosh then it's Father from Shemus Maizus. If you hold that it's not Perosh then it's Chayv and Shemus So this was the question. And you should know that the Mabit held very strongly that during the seventh year, you buy f- fruit from a from a, uh, from a from a guy, you should not be mafashumas and maizus. And the Beis Yosef said, anybody who is not mafashumas and maizus and perashmita is in cheirim. Who is this young man who comes in and starts making psalkim against the whole bezdin of tzvas? Don't listen. He was, on, he was a chavra. He was on the bezdin. Who is this person who comes in? Mi zehu, mi hu zehu, shemalani libo. To come and paskin against the bezdin. We hold that there's no kedusha perashvius on fruit that's grown in the non-Jews land during Shemitah. You know why? Because it's not Hefker. Why is it not Hefker? Because it was never Mafkarit. Now, what's he going to say to that? Everybody here, I'm going to go over it again. According to the Beis Yosef, forget Ein Kenyan, Yesh Kenyan, if it's owned by the non-Jew, the only way that the fruit can become Shviya's fruit is if, if you Mafkar the fruit. And he was never Mafkar the fruit. So therefore, it doesn't have conditions perishviyas. Therefore, if you buy it, you're chayv and maestros. Now, the Mabit says as follows: You've confused everything. You've confused everything. You you think that the halach of hefker is something that you have to do? It's not telling you that a person has to be mafkir his land during shemitah. You know what it's saying? What's it saying? It's that it's during shemitah, your land is hefker. You can stand up with signs. Saying, my land is not Hefker, I'm not Mafka, my land, stop sign, you cannot come in, right? And guess what? The land is Hefker. This is the Machok, is called Afgasa de Malka, Hefker de Malka, or Hefker de Baal, Hefker de Adam. What? What do you mean? Yeah, it's automatically Hefker, right? Yeah. Um, uh, during, everybody says on Chomets Bezal, it's automatically not yours. And then during the sixth hour, pop it, it comes not yours. Here, that's the position of the Mabit. The Mabit says during Hef, during Shemitah, the moment the Shemitah year comes in, all the produce in your land is Hefker. Boom. So therefore, it doesn't matter if it belongs to the Jew, it belongs to the guy. Since we hold Ein Kenyan, so the ownership of the guy does not affect the Halacha. So the Halacha is that during the seventh year, Hashem says, Hefker de Malka. But I never made it Hefker. Hashem says, it's not... 
I'm gonna make this clear. This is not your land now. This is not your fruit. This is not your produce. This is my produce. Shalihi, Shabbos Lashem. And therefore the fruit is automatically hefker. Automatically hefker. So automatically peron shviyas. Automatically peron shviyas. Automatically not chayav and shumas and maishras. And the Beis Yosef says, it may be hefker the malka. But if we are not maskim, if we don't, this is a funny thing. If we don't agree to Hashem's decree, then it doesn't work. You need a partnership here. As a hefker the malka together with a hefker the adam. And if a person doesn't say, make it clear, I, I don't know if you have to say, I don't know if you have to say it the pet. But if a person is not maskim and says, I say that this is hefker and he opens up his field, then it's not hefker. If it's not, that would mean very interesting. Let's say a nine, a, this is very interesting. Let's say a, a Jewish person owns land in Israel and he doesn't, he doesn't hold from Shemitah. He just, he doesn't let anybody into his land. So you know what? It, it's, he did something wrong, but it's not hefker. And maybe he doesn't have good to pay with Shvius. It's incredible. So it, it turns out if you don't hold of Shvius, according to them, you haven't been mafking your land. You just say, I'm not from. I'm not religious. I don't hold of the Torah. I knock off my land. So the opposite happens. You did something wrong, but it turns out your fruit is not perish <laughs> It's crazy. That's the base Yosef's position. And you have to give Trumas and Maishus. Exactly. And the, the Mabit says it's automatically Hefker. Anything that's bought from there is automatically Pater from Trumas and Maishus. This is the Machlokis, the base Yosef, and the Mabit. So it turns out, according to, just take it to, this, to the next level. According to the Beis Yosef, remember, you sell land to a non-Jew. Now, it's, it's, it's owned by the non-Jew. Yeah, but I hold Ein Kinyin. I hold Ein Kinyin. So the Beis Yosef says, that has nothing to do with, yeah, that's, that's important for Trumas and Maestros. But when it comes to Shemitah, there's a second element that you need. And that's that the person has to be Mafkar, to be Perish And he wasn't, a guy's not Mafkar, his land. So even if you hold Ein Kinyin, there's still no Kedushas Perishviyas on fruit that's owned by the Nanju. That's why it's important to know this Machlok is there. And the Mabit says, first of all, we hold Ein Kenyan. And second of all, it doesn't matter if you Mafkar or not, it automatically has Kedushas Perishviyas. And therefore, the fruit that's grown in the Nanju's land automatically has Kedushas Perishviyas. And therefore, you can't export it to Chutzlaritz. You can't... Um, um, you can't eat it. You can't do business with it in the normal way. You can't eat it in the normal way. You can't destroy it in the normal way. You can't throw out leftovers. All those things apply to fruit that's grown in the non-Jews land during Shemitah. Let's look inside and then we'll take a few questions if we'd like. I'm gonna, we'll do a, not, not all of it, but we'll do some of it just to get it, to get it there. We're talking about the growth of the year of Shemitah in the land of Agai. And the Yisrael bought them before Meruach. I'm going to explain what that means. By the way, it says, Meherav, Kamarina Moshe, Rav Moshe, Trani. If you wonder, how come I didn't catch it the first time? It's on the first line. In, 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 the, in the one that, I got this in the bar Ilan. The one that I was looking at, yeah. there was a little abbreviation. I don't know what I was talking about. And I said, like, Reish Mem Mem Tes. You know, I thought it was some Malach or something, you know. <laughs> so the Rabbit is saying as follows. Now, we said before, we said before, very important, we said before, the fruit's owned by the non-Jew. If, let's assume it's Peroshmitah. Peroshmitah. I buy it. Am I having from the Maizah or not? It's Peroshmitah. Peroshviz. Somebody that has the status of Peroshviz is Pater or Chayav and Shumas and Maizahs. Pater. 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 Right? 
let's say it was a let's say it was the fourth year. Let's say it was the fourth year. Well, it's not Shemitah. I buy from the non-Jew. What's the halacha? Chayv. In Kenyan. If I buy from the non-Jew during the fourth year of the Shemitah. So, Ain Kenyan says it doesn't affect Shemitah. So, I buy it. It's Chayv. That's only if the guy did not do something called Meruach. Meruach guy. Meruach guy means it's true that the growths that grow in the land of the guy during the any year is still chayv and shumas and As long as the guy, separate halacha, as long as the guy doesn't process and complete the process of the manufacturing of this particular produce. I don't know if you call it manufacturing, the processing of the produce. So, what does my ruach mean? My ruach means, for, let's say, for tfu, the Gemara, the Mishnayis and Maestros, in the beginning of Maestros, have three or four Mishnayis explaining. For different fruits, there are different, uh, um, parts, uh, different, um, stages, different stages, which would say, that's the final stage where, if a guy would do that, it would be my ruach. It's cool. We call it Meruach because that's the state of the smoothing out of the Tvua. When it comes to Tvua, but, um, so the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, Tvua Mishim from the time of Meruach. And if you don't do Meruach, then there's a different stage. So we call the final stage Meruach, even though for different fruits and for different um, um, vegetables, there's going to be different stages. We call it Meruach. If the Goy does Meruach, then for sure everybody holds its pot. If it's grown, if it grows in the land of the guy and I buy it before Meruach, then I'm chayv, because in Kenya. But if, I, if the guy does Meruach, then it's potter. Why? Because Meruach guy is potter. It's Machbogas. And the Gemara, we hold Meruach guy is potter. So that's why he's asking here. Nishal, nishal me'imadi, aliyin, gedule, shnas ha'shemitah, bekar kagar, v'locham Yisrael called the Meruach. The Yisrael did Meruach. Because if the guy did Meruach, then it's always potter. That, that's for sure. The Yisrael did Meruach. Im chayv and maestros. Are you chayv and maestros? What he's basically asking, are you chayv and maestros? If, if, if the Jew did Meruach, during the rest of the seven year cycle, of course he'd be chayv and shom because we hold in Kenya. What about Shemitah? What's the Shaila? Shemitah, Pera Shemitah, are part of the Shemitah's period. Even if the Jew does Meruach. So what's the halach here? Yeah, but this is not Pera Shemitah. It's in the land of the guy. Well, that we have to figure out. The fruit that grows in the land of a guy have the dinner. Pera Shemitah. So the Mabit says, Baha'i Salem Chuvasi. It's about the third paragraph in Shut Afkas from the Mabit. There's no chiv to be mafresh trumas and maizos during the year of Shemitah. From, for certainly if it's the fruit that's owned by a Jew, but if it's the fruit that's owned by a guy. Even if the Jew does the final stages, the final processing, it is pata from trumas and maizos. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.